Well, hello. Uh, you know what? I, I've already recorded, but uh, uh, this new system s- kind of screwed me. So I'm doing it all over again. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's going to sound better or not. I guess you can let me know that. Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Uh, Slava Ukraine. Heroium Slava. Uh, hey, how you doing? PVTV, Political Views TV uh, Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. I really do. Uh, It's nice of you to come every day. If you can, please bring someone along with you today or or tomorrow and tweet to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, or maybe give me a story or whatever you want to do. Say hi. Uh, Let's start with Ukraine. As usual, uh, Ukraine's prosecutor general says the country has now opened more than 16,000 investigations into possible war crimes committed by Moscow's troops. Uh, The governor of eastern Ukraine's Luhansk region says Ukrainian forces have been pushed back to the outskirts of Severodonetsk by intense Russian bombardment. Uh, Now, of course, as we talked about yesterday, they battle for uh, Sviatihirsk and Slovyansk, west of Severodonetsk. Uh, Remember I said they were uh, trying to take those so they could surround Severodonetsk. Instead of being surrounded, I guess they, they backed off and battled for those, and then they'll go back into Severodonetsk. Uh, Canada has announced new sanctions on Russia, banning the exports of 28 services such as accounting and advertising that are needed for the operation of Russian oil and gas and chemical industries. Uh, Canadian Foreign Minister Melanie Jolly said the measures would affect commerce that accounts for about 50% of Russia's federal budget revenues. Oh, and by the way, Melanie Jolly? Oh, man, she's gorgeous. Check her out. Um... She's my new favorite. My new favorite. Uh, Russia has restored railway links between the annexed uh, Crimean Peninsula and southern Ukraine. Uh, Oleg uh, Kruchkov, uh, an advisor for the uh, Moscow-installed head of Crimea, told Russia's RBC News that a train carrying grain had arrived in Crimea from Ukraine's Russian-occupied southern city of Melitopol, marking the first such journey since the peninsula was seized by Russian forces in early 2014. Uh, Of course, I'm sure that's uh, Ukrainian grain that they are stealing, as usual. A Moscow-backed official in Ukraine's partially occupied southeastern region of Zaporizhia says that Russia has begun shipping wheat to Turkey and Middle Eastern countries. Uh, Yevgeny uh, Balitsky, head of uh, Moscow-installed military civilian administration in the occupied areas, told Russia's Rossiya 24 News Channel, We are sending the wheat via Russia. Most of the contracts have been made with Turkey. Uh, so the wheat that did not probably come from Russia is being stolen from Ukraine. And I wonder if Turkey will pay Ukraine or if they will pay Russia. We'll see. Maybe they'll pay them for uh, money, pay them money for uh, transport. We'll see. Uh, Moscow says the sanctions on Russia must be lifted if it is to deliver grain to international markets. Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov said in a call with reporters that no substantive discussions about lifting sanctions were continuing. Of course not, because you're criminals and you're stealing everything. 
Turkeys or Turkey A. Foreign Minister has described a UN plan to open a corridor to restart Ukrainian grain exports as reasonable, but said the proposal requires more talks with all sides to ensure ships would be safe. Uh, Mevlut uh, Kavasoglu uh, told reporters at a news conference in Ankara that he had held fruitful discussions on the issue with Lapdog Lavrov. Oh, he didn't say Lapdog. That's me. Uh, who was on uh, 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 Lavrov was on a visit to uh, the Turkish capital of Ankara. Uh, the mayor of Ukraine's Russian-occupied southern uh, city of Melitopol uh, has alleged that more than 500 local residents had been kidnapped for having a pro-Ukrainian stance. Uh, Ivan Fyodorov said in televised remarks, the occupants definitely want to make sure that everyone who thinks differently leaves the areas and doesn't interfere with their propaganda and political system. And of course, this is more war crimes. Uh, Ukraine's prime minister says the World Bank has approved $1.49 billion in financial support for Ukraine to help pay wages for social workers and civil servants. Now, of course, without being able to sell the, the grain, Ukraine needs that money to pay people, to pay, pay people in the army, whatever they need to pay. Uh, the Norwegian Defense Ministry has said Norway has donated 22 self-propelled howitzers to Ukraine, including spare parts, ammunition, and other gear. They said in a statement the Norwegian government has waited to publicly announce the donation for security reasons. Future donations may not be announced or commented upon. Uh, U.S. Deputy, uh, Deputy Secretary of State um, Wendy Sherman met with Ukrainian Deputy Foreign Minister Dmitry Sinek in Seoul yesterday. According to a statement from the U.S. State Department, uh, Sherman and Sinek discussed the war's effects on global food security and how to get Ukraine's grain to international markets. Uh, imprisoned Russian uh, opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who we've spoken about many times, has lost an appeal contesting a decision by penitentiary officials to label him as inclined to commit crimes of terrorist or extremist nature. Uh, you know, he's a political prisoner. He's the only guy who, who was running against Putin, and Putin didn't like that, so he imprisoned him. Uh, Navalny, who has been behind bars since January 2021, was first designated by penitentiary authorities as a flight risk, which implied additional checks and inspections in prison. But in October last year, officials replaced that label with the terrorist or extremist one. Uh, this means he, he may be transferred to an even worse prison for nine more years. Uh, if you remember, Putin poisoned his underwear, uh, soaked his uh, underwear in Novichok. Nova, is that what it's called, Novichok? I think it's called Novichok. Uh, the U.S. has taken command of the Russian-owned superyacht in Fiji uh, and sailed it away from the South Pacific nation after winning a legal battle yesterday to seize the $325 million vessel. Winning? Eh, I don't know if that's winning. Uh, Fiji originally wanted to keep the vessel, but upkeep was millions of dollars a month. So uh, whether the U.S. won or not is debatable because now taxpayers pay for the upkeep. And, you know... Put me on this $325 million super yacht, and I'll sweep up. 
I'll do it for you. I got it, man. Park it here in Long Beach. I'll 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 stay there. I'll sleep there. You can pay me to sweep. No big deal. Um. Hmm. Uh, a Russian state-owned task news agency reports the first 15 outlets of the rebranded McDonald's, you know, because McDonald's left Russia, will open in Moscow. Uh, in the region on June 12th. Uh, Tass cited the statement as saying, the chain will operate under a new brand name and with new menu names, and all employees will retain jobs under equivalent terms for at least two years. New menu names? So I guess the Big Mac will be called the Beefy Putin Burger. Beefy Putin Burger. Um... And, and French fries. Oh, oh, well, they can be named after a Republican selection. Free uh, suggestion. Uh, freedom fries, right? They can say that. Um, I can't wait to taste the pesky Peskov shake and the lapdog Lavrov nuggets. That should be delicious. Hmm. I wonder. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. A fourth grader either will be or has testified on the Hill today about how she smeared her friend's blood all over her so the Uvalde gunman would think she was dead. Uh, You know, I wonder if she got that idea from Walking Dead because, you know, they do that. They smear blood of the dead all over them so the dead will not attack them. Uh, Yesterday, Matthew McConaughey spoke at a press briefing. Uh, he, He has a unique voice geared for this for many reasons. Uh, First, he is from Uvalde. And second, which is a small town in Texas, his mother was a kindergarten teacher in Uvalde. Not at at Robb Elementary, not at Ann Robb, Ann Eliza Robb Elementary, uh, but at a school only a mile away. I wasn't sure which one because Uvalde is small. There's three other elementary schools, and all three of them are within a mile away. Uh, McConaughey shared that he and his wife spent a week on the ground with families of the victims of the shooting. He said he also called for action involving new gun regulations. He said, you know what every one of these parents wanted, what they asked for, what every parent separately expressed in their own way to Camilla and me, that's him and his wife, Uh, That they want their children's dreams to live on. They want their children's dreams to continue to accomplish something after they are gone. They want to make their loss of life matter. Uvalde, Texas is where I was born. Uvalde is where I was taught to revere the power and the capability of the tool that we call a gun. Uvalde is where I learned responsible gun ownership. These are reasonable, practical, tactical regulations to our nation, states, communities, schools, and homes. Responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment being abused and hijacked by some deranged individuals. These regulations are not a step back. They are a step forward for a civil society and and the Second Amendment. Yes, that's right. He just called the NRA and Republicans deranged individuals indirectly. He added, uh, due to the exceptionally large exit wounds of an AR-15 rifle, most of the bodies so mutilated that only DNA tests or green converse 
uh, sneakers could identify them. Uh, one of the mothers identified her daughter by the green Converse sneakers she was wearing because the child's body was so mutilated with, with shots. A horrible way to die. Um, she was next to, uh, sitting down uh, on the side next to uh, McConaughey while he was speaking, holding those green sneakers. Many children were left, he continued, many children were left not only dead, but hollow. So yes, counselors are going to be needed in Uvalde for a long time. We've got to take a sober, humble, and honest look in the mirror and rebrand ourselves based on what we truly value, what we truly value. We've got to get some real courage and honor our immoral, immoral obligations instead of our party affiliations. And I'm not sure what uh, immortal obligations means. Uh, he continued, enough with the counterpunching, enough of the invalidation on the, uh, of the other side. Let's come to the common table that represents the American people, find a middle ground, the place where most of us Americans live anyway, especially on this issue. Because I promise you, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we are being told we are. And that sounds like a vote threat. Uh, that wasn't the only thing he did. Uh, McConaughey held meetings with lawmakers on Capitol Hill earlier in the day to discuss gun reform legislation. Uh, McConaughey told reporters on Capitol Hill yesterday he hoped he was making progress in his meetings with lawmakers. Uh, he had just left a meeting with Pelosi and was headed to another meeting with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, where I'm sure he would pretend to listen to him. Uh, in that noose tightening around that bright orange neck, a federal judge, and you know this guy, we've talked about him many times, has decided the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection should get access on uh, uh, today to 159 emails of right-wing attorney John Eastman. Uh, remember, he's been looking over, uh, Judge Carter has been looking over all these emails. Uh, Judge David O. Carter said the House is set to get Eastman's emails by Wednesday evening on the eve of the House's first public hearing discussion, uh, some of its findings about the January 6th uh, Capitol attack and what precipitated it. I, I should say, it's not Judge David O. Carter, it's Judge David O. Carter. <laughs> so Judge Carter said in his order yesterday that well before January 6th, Eastman was sending high-level White House staff memos and also reaching out to sympathetic state legislators in three battleground states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona, about the use of alternative electors for Trump that could help in blocking Joe Biden's electoral win. Now, I, Georgia, there's already an investigation. I would think they would start one in Pennsylvania and Arizona if Republicans weren't in charge, which I, I don't know if they are in Arizona. I think they are in Pennsylvania. Uh, Carter wrote last night, uh, Dr. Eastman's actions in these few weeks indicate that his and his president and President Trump's pressure campaign to stop the electoral count did not end with Vice President Pence. It targeted every tier of federal and state elected officials, convincing state legislatures to certify competing electors was essential to stop the count and ensure President Trump's reelection. Carter wrote, 
Dr. Eastman and President Trump's plan to stop the count was not only established by early December. He's saying December 7th. Um, It was the ultimate goal that the legal team was working to protect from that point forward. Uh, And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about this uh, tomorrow and in the coming weeks. The American Innovation and Choice Online Act, uh, Senate Bill 2992, is coming up against negative media and spending blitzes ahead of possible voter uh, vote later this month. Uh, introduced in October by lead co-sponsors, Sen- Senators Amy Klobuchar, of course, Democratic, uh, uh, Minnesota, and Chuck Grassley, Republican. Uh, the bill would, among other provisions, prevent major platforms like Amazon and Google from giving preferential treatment to their own products. An example, some, uh, this is my own example. Someone sells a really nice, better mousetrap on Amazon. Amazon notices that this company is really profitable because they make a better mousetrap. Amazon then duplicates the basic design, and when someone searches Amazon for that awesome mousetrap, Amazon puts theirs first in the search and runs the company that innovated that mousetrap out of business. Same thing that Apple is doing in its uh, uh, App Store. And same thing Google is doing in its Play Store. So, yeah, this is not small one company that's doing this. Uh, Amazon and other tech giants are spending a lot of money to end this antitrust legislation. Of course, if any resellers on Amazon um, won't speak out against Amazon, uh, yeah, they won't speak out against Amazon because they know they could be targeted by Amazon. Uh, With midterm elections coming up, Amazon is supporting anyone running against someone who supports this bill. Big Oil is making big money right now, as you know, by not producing. Uh, Business Insider reported yesterday, according to analysts at Goldman Sachs, oil prices will surge to $140 a barrel this summer with a drop in Russian production and a gradual recovery in the Chinese demand, adding to the pressure on already low supplies, uh, which is basically what you and I already knew because we've been following this. We know what's going on. Uh, All big oil has to do to make a fortune is not produce as much oil, uh, just like OPEC, so they can make huge profits. By the way, if anyone wants to buy me an electric car, I'm down. Just let me know. Um, uh, Business Insider said, uh, because of lack of capacity at refineries means gasoline, gasoline and fuel prices are rising more than would normally uh, be expected, adding to costs across the economy. Uh, Why is this happening now, you ask? It's very simple. Big oil fears green uh, technology. They really fear it because that means, uh uh-oh, they're in trouble. Big oil is after more than just profit. They can tank the economy and help Republicans point to Democrats as the reason uh, so they can stop those in power who are pro-clean energy. This is all woven into their bottom line. Accusations of war profiteering have grown since petroleum executives in April bragged about their best quarter ever. Accountable.us 
did a study and found that in the first three months of the year, 21 oil and gas companies made over $41 billion in profits, more than doubling profits from just a year ago. That means $20 billion went into their pockets out of your pockets. This is, on average, $1.2 billion more per company than the same time last year, thanks to, as the companies have said themselves, high oil prices and the crisis in Ukraine. Uh, many progressives have, uh, have asked uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to support the big oil windfall profits tax. Last month, Britain's conservative government announced that the UK will impose a 25% windfall tax on oil and gas profits, which is expected to raise $19 billion to support low-income households struggling with the uh, spike in the cost of living because of oil. Uh, in March, congressional Democrats, led by Ro, uh, Representative Ro Khanna, of California and Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island uh, introduced the bicameral big oil windfall profit tax in an effort to crack down on what progressive lawmakers have condemned as shameless price gouging by fossil fuel corporations. Akana tweeted, this tax would help rein in big oil's profiteering and put money directly in the pockets of consumers. Sadly, as you know, this bill faces an uphill battle in the Senate where Republicans and, of course, right-wing sociopath Joe Manchin will go out of their way to block it. You know that your access to birth control is not secure, right? There are some states that would remove that access and stop you from getting the pill or even condoms. Think it can happen? Uh, you know, you know how it was in the 50s and the 40s. Uh, some states didn't even allow the use of condoms to married couples. Can you believe it? Uh, that's the same part of your brain. If you think that it can't happen, it's the same part of your brain that tells you there are reasonable Republicans. Uh, with a Supreme Court decision on abortion coming. Every possible woman's right to her body needs to be protected. In Congress yesterday, Democrats introduced legislation intended to ensure that people across the United States can access and afford over-the-counter contraception called, uh, and it's called the Affordab uh, Affordability is Access Act, also known as Free the Pill. Uh, specifically, the legislation would ensure full insurance coverage of all oral contraception that the FDA has approved for routine use without a prescription. It would also ensure that the agency retains sole authority to determine which options can be provided over the counter and that retailers don't interfere with customers' access. Of course, this will run into Republican obstruction as well. And I wonder if RU486 could be uh, considered contraception. Hmm. Uh, for years now, people have been telling Apple they need to get rid of their crappy lightning charger. Standard in iPhones, that, that charging cable, you know, the one with little white strips on it, and, and replace it with a USB-C, which is what uh, uh, Android uses, which is what everybody uses, which they did with their laptops, which uses uh, USB-C. Now they will be forced to standardize. 
Apple and the smartphone uh, makers will be required to support USB-C as part of a single charging standard for mobile devices across the European Union by as early as the fall of 2024 under a new law announced yesterday by EU officials. The legislation is aimed at reducing e-waste and eliminating cable clutter. Margaret Vestager said, uh, uh, um, a European uh, uh, Commission uh, vice president said, under the legislation, according to a release, mobile phones, tablets, e-readers, earbuds, digital cameras, headphones and headsets, handheld video game consoles and portable speakers that are rechargeable via wired cable will have to be equipped with USB type C port regardless of their manufacture. Now, I wonder if iPhone will make a phone that only charges uh, uh, via the air, which I think, you know, it's fine to do it, but I think you still need a USB-C because charging through the air really wastes a lot of energy. It really does. Um, Now Apple has a choice. They can either make two kinds of phones uh, one for the U.S. and one uh, for the E.U., or finally, finally stop being such proprietary asshats here in the U.S. too. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, bring someone with you if you, get, if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. Thank you.